Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to People We Disagree With. Which is where uh, my brother and I, Tim and Toby, we kind of talk to people we like about things we disagree about. Sort of. Exactly. We, 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 generally, they just turn into relatively pleasurable chats with friends, and there's not enough conflict, as the title promises. Pleasurable chats with friends with a hint, you know, a hint of possible disagreement yes. that often does not materialise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we have yet to have a heated conversation. But, we're, you know, we're waiting for it. Like, yeah. Keep listening, because yeah. I'm sure I've got one in me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 10 is going to be a real fight. <laughs> You're gonna hear. You're gonna hear tables get smashed. <laughs> Toby, what was the topic that we spoke to our new guest about? Well, I thought I'd have a chat. I'd invite my friend Shu Jiayi, well, also known as Zoe, for a chat with us. Uh, she's a friend of mine I met in Greece, so I live in Greece. Yes. Yes. This was the episode where we had an interesting. It, it's it's almost transport yourself back to March 2020. Exactly. February and March 2020, when the world as we know it is about to change. Take yourself back to that time. And that's kind of weirdly the little period piece episode that we've done for this. Yeah. And it was weird because we were all, we kind of related a little bit because we were all foreigners in foreign countries in that sense at the same time. Xu Jai is obviously Chinese, which was not the easiest time to be Chinese abroad. Um, but it was weird to kind of think about it all together again and having experienced the same thing, but from really different angles. Yes. And <laughs> to make something very clear, <laughs> we did not disagree on... <laughs> <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> we should clarify the nature of the disagreement. Uh, it was not... Uh, it, it's uh, a land virus. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> yeah, we, Toby and I will take the perspectives of... Uh, White Europeans, no. Um, We'd like to put it to you, Chinese person. That, yes. No, that was not what it was like. It was a more yeah. general chat about how we lived it. And so here we go, as we transport you back to March 2020. He's just showing off with his Greek. All right, so shall I start maybe by briefly introducing Shu Jai to Tim? Um, so... For context sake, we were on a Greek course together in Athens. Shujai yeah. is a bit of a language wizard. Uh, she was very good at Greek um. and, she was, and she was also very good at English, which made it, made it maybe easier for us to socialize. Though I think we did speak <laughs> Greek to each other at the start. Um, and basically, uh, when Corona happened, we sort of became Corona buddies. Sort of the pandemic yeah. kicked off in Greece and it was lockdown. And then we kind of uh, shared desperation and general thoughts yes. <laughs> on how awful everything was. And I thought it might be interesting to have a chat between all of us uh, specifically about sort of the experience of being a foreigner when the pandemic hit or being sort of quote unquote trapped in another country or being abroad, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess the first question should be, how would you like to be introduced? Because I just said True Jai, but maybe you want to be Zoe now. I don't know. Well, you can just <laughs> introduce my three names if you want, because I have three names. <laughs> oh, three names. All right. Well, uh, like, nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> like, hit, give, hit me with all three names. <laughs> so, okay. I'm Toby's brother. I'm Toby's brother, by the way. That's, that's who I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just gonna do a brief self-introduction, and forgive me because I haven't talked to anyone in English for 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 ages, so I might, might be a little slow. This is this is how people who are very good at languages oh apologize for being very good at languages before. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny. Like as as you do that, I think to myself, like, oh, there are there are Americans who don't speak English as well as you do, and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> that I don't. <laughs> And um, yeah, uh, my Chinese name is Xu Jiayi. Xu is my surname, if I'm correct. Yeah, and Jiayi is my first name. My Greek name is Zoe, and that translated into English is Zoe. So you can call me like in whichever name you want. You can call me by my Chinese name Jiayi. I think it's rather, it's not that 
difficult. Jai. <laughs> did oh no, I don't think it is that difficult. It's did right. <laughs> did Zoe did Zoe come from an exhaustion in asking people to get Jai right or what, like? Yeah, what, what? I I normally do not um, ask people. I just uh, when I was in Greece, I just don't tell people my Chinese name because it's difficult. Because I know、mm-hmm. everyone will get it wrong, and <laughs> it is difficult, especially my surname. And it's fine, it's fine either way. Like it's 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 already interesting, sort of. I mean, you know, in a in a strange way, I can relate to that because on YouTube I go by Tim H because of the very specific reason that explaining how to keep to English speaking、uh, audiences was difficult. So you know, I I I I do sympathize, but it, it is funny the ways in which we <laughs> we compromise to fit in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Though for for you though, isn't having another name also part of like the language learning process? Because all of the、uh, Chinese students in our class, you all had, you know, we had Achilles and we <laughs> we had all sorts of Greek、yeah. names that you all adopted. Yeah, we have Achilles and well, yeah. I remember that、um, during my freshman year, in like in the first week, we chose our Greek name because in It would be easier for us to, I don't know, identify ourselves with this、uh, foreign language we're learning, and、uh, it's easier to communicate with Greeks. I think. Yeah. So I've been called Zoe for four years, and I,、uh, yeah, I really do like my name, and it's yeah, it's my second name. Yeah, what brought you to?、Uh, so it was for your it was for your for your studies, but、uh, was was did you did you sort of always have an interest in Greek and and Greece、uh, in general, or or sort of、uh, yeah, what 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 brought you to Greece specifically? Well, not specifically Greece, but I'm interested in like Western languages, like generally the Western world. And、uh, when I chose my major, I think my、um, Greek was one of like several options, and I think it it might be interesting because、uh, few people really, a few people in China、um, study Greek, and I think Greece is considered like the the origin of European civilization. I think,、mm-hmm. and. Decided to to study Greek. I I thought it might be interesting, and it it is it is it is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I went there and it was awful. <laughs> it is difficult. You can't deny that it is difficult. Yeah, I mean, you didn't pick the easiest.、Uh, you you didn't pick the easiest of all languages to learn. I mean, Toby can attest to that. I'm sure. <laughs> It remains, a, you know, it remains a part of my daily life that I struggle with. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm getting,、um, <laughs> I'm getting okay with Greek now. What I like though about the language classes was because we all socialized in Greek, kind of in a language nerdy way at the start. Your personality had to kind of regress. You had all your jokes had to be、yeah. really dumb jokes because <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> you couldn't make any complicated, clever ones. <laughs> so you just are you、um, are you still taking courses? Um, no, no, I'm I'm.、Uh, but I have to say though, my I'm pretty proud of where my Greek's gotten because I work a fair amount in Greece、uh, in Greek. So we have an accountant and a lawyer who are both Greek. So I have to chat to them in Greek, and I'm quite proud. Like I'm even like mimicking how Greek people say goodbye and like how they answer the phone because Greek people just answer the phone and go ne, <laughs> yes, go. You know, they're, they're, they're very direct. Yeah,、so、it's interesting to be、like、that, that because. Um, what I learned from my textbook, they, they they always say "embrace," but I don't think anybody said that. <laughs> At least, <laughs> according to my that, experience,、no. I haven't heard any, anyone say that. <laughs> um, but so, for for context's sake, you arrived that academic year, right? When we were taking the courses together, that was also the year you arrived in Greece, or had you? Yeah, you already there? I was there for the the, the third academic year, the junior year. No, it's an American <laughs> phrase which Toby banned me from saying 
No, it's... Yeah, she kept using these Americanisms like sophomore and all this stuff. And I'm like, you're not in America. <laughs> yeah. It was during my third year in my uh, university. And I had a chance to, uh, to go to Greece for one year. And so for context sake, let's think back then to, well, I guess March 2020. March. So you've been mm -hmm. in, you've been in Greece for like six, what, like six, seven months, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, I remember we talked about this at the time, but the, the pand well, the pandemic, I guess what became the pandemic had already started in China, in China. Yeah. So what did it feel like being away from China when it was in the news so much? When everybody was talking about uh -huh. it? Yeah, I, I, I saw it every day on the news and uh, there are like new cases popping out everywhere. And I was, um, I was pretty concerned um, and like I was worried like even bef before there was any cases in, in Greece because I was worried for my family and, but my family, um, my, my mom uh, said to me that she was relieved that I, I was safe from, from, from the, um, <laughs> it was, it was a, like, ep epidemic back then. It was, um, and I, I thought too, I thought so too. I, I didn't think that it would, like, come, it would go to Europe, like, uh, I didn't see that coming, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then Europe became like the epicenter. <laughs> yeah. You're safe there, and then Europe really got screwed. Yeah, so, but, so, I was freaking out before it uh, started to um, start spreading in Greece. Uh, so, I, I remember when, um, in the beginning of March, when we still had, like, uh, normal classes in the language center and I was told that you are more likely to get hit by a car than, than getting coronavirus and I was like okay fine I, but I was freaking out but when like when the, 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 the cases became like uh, more and more I like it, it already Settling me like I already accepted <laughs> the fact, so I've already made peace with with it. So I was <laughs> so the the freaking out, the panicking part. I think it's um um it was a bit earlier than others. Maybe maybe Toby because Toby <laughs> Toby once said that Italy start, is the first country. You started, yeah. Yeah, was the first in European Europe, country. yeah. And and I was I was genuinely concerned. And Toby said, "Don't worry, there there are no like land borders between Italy and Greece." I was, I was what what the hell? No, to, no, no. Hang on, you're getting you're generally correct that I was at the start like we'll be fine. Like I was very dumb and like you know I didn't care about it. But to be fair, you did say something like it, Italy's right next to Greece, and I was like, there's, yeah, no, you know, yeah. there's no border right next. Yeah, to, but yeah, people no. travel by air now. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't just. So, walk. Toby was like. Toby was like the virus called swim. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely like, um, kind of jokey about it at the start because I have to admit at the start the amount of cases were so few that I was kind of thinking, well, how big a we're talking about this all the time? How big a news story is this? Yeah, and, Where, and whereas Shujae was panicking. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> being silly. Yeah. Because you also said that mm, because of the, the, the low death rate and something like that. Yeah, the, well, there is kind of, uh, um, also for context sake, obviously I turned out to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think that might be a kind of a Western thing. Is at the yeah. start, I don't know if you feel the same way, Tim, but at the start of the crisis, it was very easy to mentally put this away as a thing that happens outside the West. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that and also I think indeed it's sort of probably the way Western media covers it and stuff, but I certainly, you know, right up until, um, right up until the end of March, I was certainly in the, you know, I'd heard stories about, oh, it's a really bad flu. It's a, and, 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 and I think to your point, Toby, there's a skepticism 
that, you know, you hear something like that and you sort of think to yourself, oh, is the media blowing this out of proportion? Mm -hmm. There's sort of an an inbuilt uh, skepticism and yes, indeed, quite frankly, not a lot of you know, I mean, like, <laughs> uh, it, it, I, I, I found a, a sort of Western versus uh, Eastern, like, um, uh, the, the fact that it took the West so long to understand, yes, masks do work. <laughs> and that's sort of used to, and that, and that sort of, and that's something that, you know, like, when, whenever you, you had tourists from China or sort of coming through the, uh, Brussels or, or, or in London, you know, sometimes you'd see them wearing masks. And, and, and I feel like the Western sort of perception of that was like, oh, it's so quirky that they do that <laughs> rather than rather than like, no, this is like a wise thing that they do. <laughs> like, but it, it, it sort of, I don't know, it, 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 yeah, it definitely took the West a while to sort of. I don't know, adapt to this being a reality because mm-hmm. I feel like... That yeah. applied to us as well. That was like, <laughs> this is something we have to think about rather than some kind of sad story you read in the news. Like, I guess because of uh, Ebola in the time as well, there was like a place in the Western mind for... Siri, you know, apparently epidemics happen in other places, but we yeah. don't really have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and, and I think it took it certainly took me a while of sort of having to go... Oh, like to your point, Toby, I had to do the same thing. Of I was wrong. Like sort of the more new information came in and they started shutting everything down, sort of going, hmm, the, that stuff I was saying relatively confidently the other day at a bar is not true. <laughs> you know, um, and, and I think there was a, a friend of mine described it perfectly, which was that weirdly. And again, it'll, it'll sort of speak to like the Western bias. I'm not a sports person. But when they said there's no more basketball this year, <laughs> I don't watch basketball. But when I sort of, <laughs> but when I sort of heard like, oh, we're not doing it, <laughs> we're just not doing sports. <laughs> I was like, this is big. <laughs> they would not, they would not, they would not shut down uh, this much of an industry like if there wasn't like a real problem. <laughs> also, I just want to drop in that I don't want you to use this Jaggy as an uh, 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 an excuse to. Uh, trot out all the stupid things I said near the start of the crisis because there were many like I remember I remember we were at the library and I think you went like oh let's not go to that table let's go to that table and I was like what do you think it's got corona and then like a couple months later it was like we should really think about where we sit and stuff and not be too close to people yeah yeah like a few weeks later the virus can live on surfaces Um, but I guess also, so Tim and I were, you know, I was in Greece, which is not my home country. Tim was in the U.S. But for you, you were in Greece and you were Chinese. And I remember at the start of the crisis, mm-hmm. um, I, we saw a lot on social media of discrimination against Chinese people yeah. for living abroad and kind of people saying, oh, they were more likely to have the virus, kind of that general sense. Did you, how, did you feel that? And... Like, how did you respond to that? How did you feel being Chinese at the start of the crisis? Was it a hard time to be Chinese? Um, well, I think, I think, well, Greeks, I mean, Greek people are generally friendly. I've had, like, several times that um, I've experienced, like, verbal assault. I'm not saying that, well, it was mostly, I don't know, immigrants. I can tell but I'm not saying that they're, they were all like immigrants that um, they're that, like mean to Chinese. <laughs> and, but, but in my cases. You mean it was more sort of international people from different countries other than Greece who would say stuff? Yeah, in, like one time I was in the city center <laughs> um, and someone shouted at me like, like wear a mask and uh, I would, I don't. I, I don't remember whether I was wearing a mask, but uh, like, like they just sh- shouted at me, uh, virus or something like mask and whatever. Mm. But they, they, I can tell that they are not Greek, uh, from their appearance. But so, so I, I'm not saying that immigrants are more like are less are are less friendly to to. To, to, try, to, to Asian people in Greece, but it, in my case, in my personal experience, and I've heard um, my, my, my friend who was, uh, I don't know how to say that name in 
the, the name of the island, Gergira. How do you say that in English? Kofu. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And um, and she was like, like the the people at the bus station refused to sell her tickets because because she's Chinese and and I think maybe people like in islands are more I don't know exclusive. How how do you say that? Are Exclusionary, Ex- or, um, yeah, yeah. So, sort of more inward-looking and yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah, slightly more threatened by few, Asian people arriving suddenly. There were maybe. a few like Chinese or Asian-looking people um, there, and I think it's understandable, maybe. Uh, I, it's not no no. It's understandable. It doesn't mean I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no. It, it doesn't sense. think. Uh, it doesn't mean that I agree. And but but um, I don't. I don't. From the people that I know, I in Greece. I mean, during that time, um, like none of them experienced like um, very. I don't know strong form of assault, but I mm. um, I read. I read news at that time, like I don't know, in France or like Australia, and something like like, like people are reporting more and more like Asian targeted like hate crime. And they they were like doing much worse than 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 we were. And so I think generally Greeks Greeks are more friendly to us. I mean, there are. Uh, like when I when I was in in a supermarket and the 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 cashier lady would like ask me like how is your home country, and it, it was nice. Oh, that's quite sweet. Yeah, I'm imagining. Yeah, I, in a lot of ways, uh, <laughs> we can link that to the U.S. because definitely, <laughs> at the time, the president was a different person. Yeah. <laughs> and wow, it feels uh, like centuries ago. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but I guess did that that must have been a conversation that was happening in the U.S. right? Because he must have come up with China virus around then. Mm-hmm. Well, it said, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, he said, sorry, <laughs> he said, oh no, he, he, I, I remember at first he said something like, uh, he tweeted, he tweeted something like, thanks to President Xi and his. Like, uh, like China is doing, is controlling the the virus, something like that. At the very beginning, I remember that. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. At the very beginning, and maybe, maybe because it wasn't spreading in the U.S., so he was able to say something like that, nice like that, because it, it was none of his business. And I don't know. Later on, and he started like using words like Chinese virus or Kung flu, like that. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I just I don't know. I and uh, I think I I know I know people who were in the U.S. during that time because, like, uh, in my university during the third year of our studies, we go we go abroad. And there were my friends of mine who went to the U.S. and I don't I, I I can't recall, but they were um I I can only remember that they um had like big problem getting home uh, like going back to China I mean because the like the the, the airplane tickets was were like really difficult to get and it was like. Really, really, really expensive, like ten times or or more. Like it was really expensive, and I don't. Oh, but I personally, I haven't um, heard from anyone that saying that they were like racially targeted. But um, I don't know. I think in the U.S. I I mean. more recently, there were like shootings. I mean, in 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 March. I mean, is is it in March in Atlanta? There were there there was a, yeah a shooting, and uh, six Asian women were killed. And yeah, I was um it was 
it was really frustrating for for me to、mm, see things like that. And uh, uh, what frustrates me the most is that I I I feel the powerlessness in me because I don't know I don't know uh because I don't know how um. I don't know how things can be can be better. I don't. I don't think it's getting better. <laughs> I don't think、mm. it's getting better. And on on that kind of note, I remember kind of、um, you were still here when the Black Lives Matter protests hit、yeah. Europe. And I remember finding it interesting how quickly that spread and how everyone kind of related to it. Yeah. Quite quickly, like wherever they were from. Yeah, and no matter the race, they they relate, and and that's that's why I think I like、mm, racism, or like racism against against Asian people. I I mean we need to. I think we need to talk about it more or pay more attention to to this issue. I think it's like it's too underrated because and. I mean, obviously, we are not experiencing experiencing like the same thing as the black, but it's still, still, we need to talk about it. More people need to need to see like the the gravity of the situation. I mean, do you find that I was going to ask you that because often like、um, this kind of conversation generally comes from the U.S. in some sense, in that like talking specifically about discrimination.、Mm-hmm. Against Asian people or Black people, that Europe hasn't really developed well, or not to the hasn't to the same degree developed its own kind of version of the same conversation. But when it's within the U.S., people when they talk about discrimination against Asian people are generally talking about Asian Americans and kind of within American society,、mm-hmm. uh, yeah. How are kind of people of you know pe- people who are Asian but who are Americans discriminated against? But it sounds like would it be fair to say that you kind of feel Um, you know, despite obviously being from a different country, you kind of still feel very much involved in the same conversation. Yeah, personally, I do, I do. But I don't know. There, there are people like I, I saw on the internet. There are people saying that they are Americans. They're it's none of our business. But but still, it's it's our race that is targeted. It's it's because our our. Skin color, the color of our skin that that we are targeted, and well, it's it's hard to say that it's none of my my business from my own perspective. Oh, agreed. I think I think also it's interesting what you、um, what you were saying about you know、uh, when we discuss you know the the struggles of racism that especially bec- maybe it's partially because the conversation is、uh, often kind of comes from America, but.、Um, What you were saying about、uh, both experiences mattering, and that, and that they're obviously not the the African American or the Black experience isn't the same as、uh, an experience as an Asian person, and that strikes a chord with me because my wife is Mexican, and、mm-hmm. she often talks about the same thing. That so often in the dialogue in America,、uh, it doesn't come up as often. For instance, the way Latinos are discriminated against,、mm-hmm. and it's you know, and it's because often the conversation. Because I guess America's particular wound, being so connected to slavery, often the、mm-hmm. conversation is dominated by the black、uh, yeah. experience, and probably with reason in this country. But I, but I agree that there's this, that there's this strange thing where it's why can't we have the conversation about all these things at the same time? Like、yeah. one doesn't negate the other. <laughs> yeah, I def I definitely also think that like. Even in Europe, we kind of get into the American race conversation to the extent that,、um, for some reason, that kind of police violence and slavery backdrop. One of the interesting things about the Black Lives Matter protests in Europe was it sometimes felt like Europeans were kind of protesting racism in America,、mm-hmm. like that conversation, rather than looking was、inwards. so. It, Yeah, like you know, there was a famous line from the Greek、uh, commissioner in the European Commission, who said like, "Oh, we, you know, we, you know, we don't have violence and those problems in the same way." <laughs>、uh, yeah, and it's sort of strange because an asylum seeker had sort of allegedly been shot at the border not too long before, and there are loads of in Belgium as well. There's loads of examples of police violence, but we 
get used to the idea that we, when we're talking about racism, we're all actually, well, a lot of Europeans are sort of secretly protesting racism in America rather than applying the standards to themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was also going to ask about the beginning of the, not to sh cut this short and feel free to jump uh, back to this. Yeah, okay. But you sort of mentioned people trying to uh, leave the US at the start of the crisis, like or like uh, when, when the pandemic hit, people finding it hard to go back home. Did either of you ever consider actually going back? You are obviously here for your degree, so did you consider at some point, oh, maybe I should go back to China, maybe that's safer? And Tim, same question, though your situation is slightly different because <laughs> you, you couldn't just be like, I'm leaving my wife. <laughs> yes. I'm going back to Europe. I feel the calling of the home country. Um... Like, like you just said, I was doing my degree, so it was, it was difficult for me to, like, like to just leave in the middle of, of all, all that and also because because i was doing like like credit transferring things like that it's not that i had a like national founded scholarship to, to to go to greece and and it it could also be like difficult because i i cannot like cut it from the middle it's difficult because i was under the scholarship? Why do you say that under scholarship? <laughs> you kind of had, you felt a sense of responsibility, maybe, because you sort of received this money to do this and you were kind of attached to yeah, the rules. So yeah, 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 that's right. Um, because there are, like, regulations I cannot just, uh, like, break them and I just go home. And, and there's another reason that I, I'm more like concerned about the journey home whether it was safe or not i think it was um because i need to be on the plane for like more than maybe nine or ten hours it was mm -hmm. rather like long journey of course and uh, i was worried about the, the safety during um the, my journey home and mm -hmm. uh but of course, we 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 got uh, quarantined um, right after my arrival in in China. But still, I don't want to get like, infected. I didn't want to get infected during the road. And also, my parents like um, like they didn't like push me or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, like they assured me that it was like fine if you just uh do um do uh did all the like precautions like wear a mask or you just you just stay at home do not go to public places and you'll be fine and uh, yeah you were stocked up on masks really close you had masks early on i remember i was still like where do you even buy a mask and you were like i've got some masks do you want one of my masks and then we met up like <laughs> We met up in the park for like a drug deal. <laughs> so yeah. like sat sat on a bench and you just <laughs> shift and push over some masks to me like thanks. <laughs> but but that continues to be and that kind of it, it connects a little bit to what I was getting at earlier. It's actually it's really interesting and maybe you can tell us a little bit about it seems it does seem to be a genuine cultural difference because exactly like I feel like the European slash Americans and things like, where does one buy a mask? Why would one have masks? But you yeah, had yeah. some, is, is, is that something sort of from a young age, like culturally growing up, is, is that sort of, you know, like have a I mask mean, when you travel or when you're at airports? It, was that sort of always built in well, um, growing up? I think it's, well, I think, yeah, it's definitely a cultural thing and I think we're like I, I don't know maybe East Asians are more like uh, we're more used to wear masks and I sometimes um, before uh, the pandemic I sometimes uh, wear uh, wore masks also during winter because because that um, just to pre prevent myself from getting a cold or something like that and uh huh. Yeah, I heard the statistic that, uh, you know, apparently we would in Europe or America, if we all did it around flu season, if we all just were always wearing masks, like we'd save 
a stupid amount of lives, apparently. I don't know if that's like some internet post that I am blowing into a fact or whether that was something I read in a more uh, reputable source, but I was like, huh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the mask, the mask that I had, I, I think I, I bought it in the very beginning when, when China started to like mm. um, experiencing uh the, the 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 like the epidemic at that time i just i just bought some i just bought i i just bought one pack i didn't i didn't like hoard <laughs> <laughs> i just bought one pack like it was five five masks in it and i just did, yeah. did it as a precaution precaution with it's my just, middle but, name but... i just yeah, but it's just interesting. It's it's just fascinating because it's exactly what it's exactly what Toby was saying earlier. You know that and that and to your point, it's it must be a, it's just a cultural uh, a cultural thing because you had the instinct to do that. <laughs> Whereas sort of I'm sort of again I'm sort of I know for a fact from from Toby. It's funny because Toby and I I don't feel like we ever in depth discussed it other than whatever maybe the first family call we did once everyone ever everyone was locked down. But everything you're describing, Toby, feels very familiar. Because <laughs> I certainly had that moment of, where does one buy a mask? <laughs> yeah. right. I also, I also yeah, even I remember, cor correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you get, didn't the Chinese embassy give you some masks yeah. as well? And I remember thinking, like, two fucking citizenships and no free masks. <laughs> Stupid yeah. Belgium in England, what's this? So, also, yeah, I did get a... A package of like lip masks and uh, like vitamin C and things like that, and some medicine or like wash hand thing, like the the the, the gel. <laughs> you say the hand antiseptic oh, hand, <laughs> uh, well, hand sanitizer. Yeah, thank you. Because we're, I, I think mostly because we are like uh, students and and uh, the embassy staff uh, at the embassy. Uh, who like who in charge of us? It, it sounds a bit weird. Let me see. It we we have a group since uh, like um um and we uh like kept in touch and and like one afternoon the the one one of the staff they they they, they drove to our neighborhood and <laughs> gave us the the packages. And back to the mask thing, I think. I don't know whether the like the Westerners um, like associate the masks like with illness like before the pandemic. I mean, I personally think that it's a prevention. It's not something you use only after you get some some kind of illness, but you can use it to to prevent pre prevent yourself to protect yourself. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. I. I. Well, it's interesting because. At least, and, and I'd be curious if you had the same thing, Toby, but for me, growing up, it was sort of an observation, perhaps, made about, like, as I was sort of alluding to, uh, sometimes the image that you would have of, you know, uh, there's sort of tour buses that go through Brussels, and if, and, and quite often uh, the, the, the tourists who quickly take a stop and check out Brussels and Belgium are often... Um, you know, Asians traveling through Europe and sort of taking a stop in Belgium and yeah. <laughs> regularly, regularly they, they might wear masks. And so for, culturally for me in Europe, I remember just growing up, people would sort of make that observation like, oh, they, you know, they, they, wear, they wear masks. <laughs> and it was not, the logic of it was not often brought up like, oh, it's because, you know, they're preventing spreading. Uh, like, it's just... It's, it's, it's interesting the, the, exactly what you're getting at. The fact that it's preventative, that part yeah. of it isn't brought up. It's sort of more just an observation like, oh, they wear masks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think at the start, it like reminded you that disease existed. So if you saw a mask, it was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, because, because for instance, you knew, obviously, you know that the dentist wears a mask. So you mm -hmm. sort of understand that they have a purpose. <laughs> but like... I don't know. It's 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 hard to pinpoint exactly what it what what it is, but exactly. I think sort of we're aware masks exist, but it just was so not a part of the culture. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to ask was: Did being 
quote-unquote trapped, because I guess especially Tim wasn't trapped because you'd sort of built up your life in America a bit by that point, but ending up in a foreign country when the pandemic hit, did that make you feel closer to the country or did it make you feel like you missed home more? There was a time when I was getting angry at, <laughs> like, at Greece, the country. I mean, our teacher back in China, like, she sent us, like, mosques, several mosques and to 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 each of us. And here in Athens, like, our mosques was, like, the, the customs, um, I don't know, it didn't... Oh, I remember this. They blocked it. Like, they blocked yeah. the the import of the masks. <laughs> yeah. And and the funny thing is, like, they kept asking me, uh, like, uh, about, like, a, a re- receipt thing. And and I was like, so so the masks were, like, a, a I don't know, donation. A, a donation. Let's say donation. Which was which were was sent from Greece to Shanghai <laughs> when when like when at the beginning of the pan- pan- pandemic uh, like people everywhere like Ch- Chinese people everywhere like were were sending masks to China and when the um, the corona in Greece was getting worse so my my teacher <laughs> sent us the 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 masks which were, were sent from Greece. A funny thing is that, and so they 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 blocked it at the, the customs because uh, they kept saying something like that. I I I really don't have a receipt for that because it it was originally a donation. I I, I got it finally, but I had to pay I don't know tax, like ex, extra amount of money to to get that mask and I, I was I was getting angry so so why so why <laughs> why didn't they, they let let us get our masks because they want to keep keep them. Maybe they want to wanted to keep them for themselves. <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah. Probably probably a civil servant like wore them all and licked them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was this, wasn't there, um, and again, it's, it's sort of one of the theories, at least in the US, was that one of the reasons at first the CDC didn't come out and say, you all should start mask- wearing masks, was because they were trying to, the, the fact that there was going to be such a run on masks and that there was such a limited supply in America was, uh, they, they were going to, they were trying to like, give the uh, essential care workers and the people who work in hospitals a chance before everyone starts going for them <laughs> because they just knew there was going to be a mask shortage like in 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 the US like they knew months ahead like oh there's going to be a mask shortage <laughs> because they just don't make enough <laughs> i guess i recall that there was like during a time period i don't know how long maybe a month i don't know there there was there, there was like mask shortage in Greece too because I I got some masks before the the virus like started spreading and like like the day I learned that there are cases popping out in, in Italy and I went to the the, the pharmacies like I, I went to several pharmacies and 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 they told me that they, they were out of masks yeah they've op- they've basically opened up now um there's still you still have to wear masks in public yeah um but you can basically go anywhere they got rid of the text message system Uh which was kind of everyone had to send out a text message before leaving (laughs) with a specific number for the reason you were leaving but they wanted to open up tourism so much even that they opened tourism before they allowed interregional travel in Greece, oh, which was really God. frustrating because <laughs> oh that God. meant like somebody who was in like the fucking somebody who lives in fucking Amsterdam could go to Thessaloniki, but I couldn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, this doesn't seem fair. But, but still, I mean, the cases are, are more than ever and the more than before. I mean, like uh, more yeah. than... A thousand cases every day. Yeah, at the start of the crisis, like when Greece had five, six cases, everybody panicked. But now we're like, I guess there's a thousand. We still need the tourists. <laughs> so they yeah, just kind yeah. of leaned in. I mean, also something that we've kind of hit upon and, and, and definitely hit. So recently I went, uh, I went back home uh, and, and actually Toby and I spent about a week together in Belgium, right? And 
when when the first thing I said when I got off the plane was, uh, or or got in the car with Toby and Dad was I was commenting on the fact that Europe, by contrast to America. <laughs> felt very invasive, like the sort of like having to do the passenger locator form and have to receive a text from the government. And even though I politically agree with this, I think this I think the US should do more of it. I remember having and I guess it's just because I, I like have spent all this time in a country where they never did an interstate shutdown. Every time they said lockdown, it was basically a suggestion. Like you could still go, really, and then I sort of arrived in the in in Europe, and I sort of said to myself, like, "Oh my god, like this is really annoying." Like I wish, <laughs> I wish they didn't give a shit the way they do in the U.S. <laughs> um, but it, but it, I suppose that sort of, I think that's sort of interesting because I imagine China is 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 probably even more so than Europe. Um, yeah, familiar with with you know like like. A shutdown being put in place. Sorry, there's there's this or that. I don't know. It's, I, I wonder. Familiar. What... I, I think this. I think it's the first first time for for many of us. And I I was saying I was agreeing that I thought you were gonna say like we take like more strict restrictions. Like we we taking more much much more seriously. And because well, for example, like I think everyone that comes back from uh, from foreign countries like need to be in quarantine like in, in the hotel for for mm-hmm. two weeks and it's it's right. it's mandatory when you um, get off the plane you get tested first but and you, you you get on the bus and you you go to a hotel with like the rest of the people on the plane and you go to one hotel and you you quarantine in the hotel and one person at, at a room like for two weeks that's right, what right. that's what i experienced when i well you know and and, and agree no definitely and 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 actually just to clarify i wasn't implying that um that that in china you've you've experienced more lockdowns i just mean more culturally i would imagine but you but but please tell me if i'm making the wrong assumption it's it's that the u.s up to a point of annoyance <laughs> has this obsession with freedom and they knew from day one it was going to be very difficult to get americans to vaccinate themselves for instance like it was going to be impossible in america deciding to lock down the the states would Mm -hmm. would just be so difficult and then europe they're at least a little bit more a little bit more used to you know a stricter government than than the U.S. than than mm-hmm. than, than the than people in the U.S. are, uh, and so I would imagine in, Ch- in that uh, in China culturally must be more like Europe in that yeah the government is telling us we have to do a thing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in America yeah, that always true. meets absurd restrict uh, like people people do not like being told what to do in this country to a point of stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are. Like we're we're like we're willing to cooperate with like um and because we we I don't know I I I didn't experience that 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 time when like everyone was at home and it was uh like severe I don't know severe strict lockdown I I didn't have the chance to experience that which I consider <laughs> myself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I I imagine also the the kind of what you're saying it's 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 also interesting because again and this is my perception currently as a uh, as a european but living in the u.s is that i find that in europe and china there's at least of course people don't people don't like everything the government does and people don't like people are all you know individuals but i feel like europeans and (laughs) and and asians have a better sort of the fact that culturally there is sort of an understanding of like, we are a group, we all need, it's, it's sort of in healthcare or it's in, there's sort of an understanding of like the, the survival of all of us is important. Whereas here there is that in obsession with individuals, <laughs> there's Individual an obsession freedom. with being, yeah, exactly. I, and, and it's, and it's, I, it, it, it manifests in how the culture responds to this situation i don't know it's 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 hard to put my finger on as i'm articulating it but 
I, I definitely agree that the, I get the sense as well that sort of the insistence on civil liberties in America uh, is more extreme to the extent that people started sort of protesting even before there were any serious restrictions and you had all these kind yeah. of Republicans being like, I'm not going to take. But um, at the same time, though, I do think uh, probably China and Europe, even China and Europe are probably in and of themselves quite different in that in Europe. The, obviously people have a different relationship to civil liberties but it is kind of enshrined in a lot of European law basically it hurts European lockdown is like slightly in conflict with the European tradition like even just closing all the borders a lot of European law is based on the idea that you should not be able to close the borders between European countries mm-hmm. right in fact I thought it would never have to see the border between France and Germany properly close Right. has kind of some kind of symbolic value in Europe as like quite a sad thing because right. Europe spent so much time trying to make it, uh, trying to make that border basically not exist. That's probably, I was going to, one of the questions I wanted to ask was kind of about what are the biggest kind of cultural differences that you saw through the pandemic. And that sounds like in America, that was the one, like, I, I think we all kind of knew that Ameri- that Americans liked certain kinds of freedoms, you know the the, <laughs> the freedom to have guns rather than the freedom uh from sickness i suppose but <laughs> um but i was yeah i was wanted to ask what are the kind of biggest cultural sh- differences that you saw shifts because i i remember in greece one of the things that i feel like i noticed is greece has quite a like supportive network still of like society is quite uh close knit in a way like for example in greece you had this thing of all the all the grannies uh they're all living with their families which uh kind of made people take more care maybe and gave a lot of people support networks whereas in a place like belgium or the uk which also by it's it is an interesting fact that the countries that tim and i happen to be from might be the worst countries in the world from like a coronavirus death perspective (laughs) like they did really badly (laughs) and uh one of the reasons seems to be that we put uh, old people in old folks' homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was kind of the biggest difference with Greece, I noticed, is actually the grandparents here are kind of being sh- both exposed and shielded by the fact that they're staying with their family. That's in a way being exposed, but it also means that the family is taking more care and they're not with a bunch of other people who, who, who could really suffer from getting the virus. Right, right. And I think it is a like a culture thing also because Greeks consider like the, um, the care of the elders a family responsibility, and mm. so they're less likely to put the elders at what do you say? Uh, home, how to say? It? <laughs> there. I, I mean, and also <laughs> also in China too. I mean. I mean, we are, we also consider, I don't know, um, care for the elders as a family thing. And maybe, but, but still, there are people, um, how do, how do you say that? Like, what's an elderly home? I don't know how to say A care that. home. Okay. Let's say care home. I think that's a culture thing. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, like you said that like young people in in Greece need to like uh, be careful because they have like old people at home and I I think the I think my experience of like culture shock is is that how how you put it and in Greece because I also find uh, that Greeks value individual freedom because yeah because they, they are like they were like like eleftheria e sanados like liberty or death they, they were they were like they had, that's a motto from the greek uh, revolution yeah. by the way, for context sake yeah. <laughs> it's not like it it was born with corona <laughs> liberty or death <laughs> and i I do think that Greeks are less likely to, I don't know, com- confine themselves 
Would you say that? Mm. Uh, yeah, to, to to kind of because one interesting. This is a very kind of um, obscure point about Greek, but maybe Shuja, you find it interesting. Is the the curfew in Greek mm-hmm. uh, is called the the apochorevsi kikloforias, the the kind of um, you know being the, the it's forbidden circular the for, forbidding circulation basically is what it means. But it has an interesting kind of weird legacy because you can just say apochorevsi, which just means like the you know the ban, and that means the curfew. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading a novel in Greek, and that shorthand. It is used for the for the dictatorship in Greece as well like there's a kind of yeah. legacy of um the, like it's interesting that that word on its own seems to have some kind of resonance in yeah. maybe Greece's darker past as well yeah i was i was i was also thinking about the second world war the the, the german catalepsy how to say that catalepsy in english the occupation yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, curfew. Maybe yeah, curfew. Also saying uh, to me that because Greeks like night outs. Uh, I mean, more than me, more than. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just don't. Maybe they need curfew so they don't, they don't hang out late. So, so they just go home. Everybody go home. And <laughs> I remember one of my favorite memories from the start of the crisis, because in Greece, obviously, and also this is what I work in, but there's a kind of crisis at the border and, you know, the refugee question. Uh, and there, there were a lot of protests even just before Corona happened. A lot of stuff happened at the Greek-Turkish border and there were protests against how refugees were treated. But I remember when lockdown was first announced in Greece, this is also just a weird fact, but... Everybody who had a Greek phone got like a really big buzzing yeah. alarm message. Oh that my was God. like, stay inside. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we have, there's the sort of emergency thing. We, we, we had that too, uh, where it just you get this really loud buzz. Um, but then what's funny is here in America, it truly has no teeth. Like, because, <laughs> because it's sort of like, don't leave the house unless it's absolutely necessary. But then you walk outside and like, the police are just letting people do stuff. Not saying I live like a block away from uh, the mayor's house and there's just joggers still out after curfew. (laughs) And you sort of go, "Uh, okay, like it's truly just a suggestion here. (laughs) That text message system is interesting from a civil liberties perspective because I do think there's something quite sort of strange about it. You're sending a little text message to the government and you get like an okay to go out. But I love the idea, just for comedy's sake, that it's a civil servant answering. <laughs> like there's somebody in a room going like, Toby wants to go shopping. Uh, okay, sure. And what do you want to do? Oh, fine, whatever. Like there's somebody really stressed trying to answer all these text messages. I mean, even just the text messaging thing, when I first heard that, and again, it's all just in contrast to what I'm experiencing over here. Uh, I just remember hearing the text message system and thinking to myself, like, that's intense. (laughs) There is also a kind of... So the Black Lives Matter protests and discussions about police violence coincided with lockdown in Greece. Like, they're very wound up. And the relationship with the police uh, did get very tense for a while. Like, there was a general sense... Um, that it was, I think your average person would say, also there were very big incidents of police violence in the Azmini during second lockdown. So that kind of strictness did come at a really big cost in terms of public trust, I think. Um, like the relationship with, I've, I've never lived in a country in which the relationship with the police was so bad. It, for example, in the UK, I always say not to romanticize the UK. And also, I was a, <laughs> a middle class white person in a you know a neighborhood of of, of London, and uh, where where I was unlikely to be bothered by the police. So, without generalizing, I always say in the UK, I wouldn't really mind asking a policeman for directions. Whereas in Greece, that just wouldn't happen. Because um, they have, like, riot shields and guns and stuff. <laughs> like, they're not inviting. <laughs> you don't walk up to them and be like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> they, they seem quite scary. Uh, also, we have, we've clocked in slightly over an hour. I think we've uh, gotten to talk about quite a lot of interesting stuff. Is there anything else we want to touch on? 
Yeah, I'm just realizing. Yeah, like it's been it's 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 been such an interesting conversation. We really like I like I like where this went. <laughs> I like that we talked into all kinds of different culturally specific things. Um, yeah, it's it's been really interesting to hear everything you have to say. Thank you.